ยินดีต้อนรับสู่สะพานผ่านเทคเกตของพระเจ้า Welcome to Bridges for Mission. Well, hello everyone. Bridges for Mission welcomes you. Thank you for checking in and、um, tuning in with us. I'm Reverend Sandra Dorsonville. One of the co-producers with、uh, Minister Nicole Cox today. Hello, everybody. And、uh, we first of all thank you. Continue to thank you. We we are filled with gratitude for all of you, over 2,400 followers globally、um, who have tuned in and and stayed tuned in and followed us all along. So you know we are in season six, and today we have the pleasure of having Claire Walker with us. Who will introduce herself in a little bit, and、um, and you'll just discover and walk with with all of us、um, on this journey that she will share with us. But、um, but thank you, thank you、uh, from Zimbabwe, Hungary,、uh, Poland, New Zealand,、um, Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic、um, for following us.、Uh, we are delighted that you have joined us. So good. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon, Claire. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, it is good to have you. So we always like to start with our first question、um, for you to share a little bit about who is Claire that you'd like、um, the followers to know. Well, I can give you the basics.、Um, the basics are always.、Um, I mean, I am a sixty-one-year-old. White woman. I was. I've been born and raised in Rhode Island. I lived for probably about ten years or so in the state of Maine.、Um, I am someone's sister, someone's wife, somebody's mom, and someone's friend.、I、think I'm like everybody else.、Um, there's always these layers to who I am, and some of that, I think. Depends on how,、um, what relationship I am in with people, what parts of me people know or think they might know,、um, and so there's. I feel like there's lots of ways to describe myself,、um, but when I sit with that question, what I always come down to is what has been the truth from the time I was born, through my lifespan, is that I am a child of God. That that is the one truth that I know. Is always there, and that I can always go back to. So that is who I am. Thank you. Beautiful.、Um, so we sit with Claire, a child of God,、uh, Minister Nicole. I know we are already in the depth of the conversation,、um, and I hope that our followers are also、um, sitting and saying hello to the child of God with us.、Um, One question that we have for you is: How did you get involved in mission in Rhode Island, nationally, globally? Can you share a little bit more? Sure.、Um, for me, mission equates with service.、Um, I was raised in in the Catholic Church. I mean, the whole nine yards: Catholic Church, Catholic school, all the way through high school.、Um, 
And so from the beginning, there was always this feeling of um, opportunities to volunteer that you were always, there, there were chances to give of your time. And that's some of what was expected in the household. I watched my parents do that um, as, as well as um, my whatever small communities I was a part of. I think it wasn't until I was an adult that I began to hear scripture differently and began to realize that as I was sitting in the pews, um, my, as, as an adult and starting my family and sitting in the, the pews of um, a Baptist church, an American Baptist church, and listening to scripture and began to make the connection of like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm supposed to do something. And that seemed to be the message that was repeating, like, oh, I'm supposed to, this is about my relationship with God and a relationship goes two ways. And so this realization of, oh, there's, it's a, there's something expected of me um, to do with what I've been given. Um, and so that I think is where the service piece comes in. Um, and I've had opportunity here in Rhode Island. For me, it was always about the local community with my neighbors. Um, who are my neighbors? Um, and I've had a, quite a few years, probably over 10 years now with um, a community breakfast program that's out of a, a Baptist church in Providence that they do a, a free breakfast, a hot breakfast every Saturday morning. Um, and I started going once a month with our members of our church um, that were, you know, we were assigned to what Saturday was ours to go and help and stand in the serving line. And the more time I spent and the more I began to go outside of that, um, the more I began to be engaged in the community. Um, and I think it was that engagement um, linked with scripture for me. Um, and that's when it began to feel like, oh, <laughs> this, this is what I'm asked to do. It's about um, whether I am serving up scrambled eggs, whether I'm working in a, a clothing room and helping someone um, find the basic needs um, to just be present, to be in a space um, and to just, um, just to be about the base, the basic needs. Like what is it, what I have for sure is I have my time and I have myself to be present. Um, and so that's where that, that base began to grow really in that program. Um, because again, the more time I was able to give, the more I realized there were spaces I could be a part of um, and, and have something to bring to that space. Um, in terms of nationally, that refers back to you, Reverend Sandra Dorsonville. <laughs> I don't even know how many years ago, not that many years ago, um, I met you at a uh, women's conference, a women's retreat weekend um, here in Rhode Island at Camp Canonicus, you were speaking. Um, and I wasn't even gonna go, I had never gone to those. I had always kind of thought, I don't know if that's my thing, you know, um, that was um, for women who are older. Now, remember, I just said I'm 61, so I don't quite know who was I was picturing as being the older women of the church. Um, but I, I went, um, and you were there, and you were speaking, and I thought it was just like that feeling of I 
there is there is more like there, there is this expansion of the immediate community and and there's more there there are people um and i thought oh i'll i'll ask you after i'll i'll, I'll ask you a question after and then the workshop ended and you were talking with a lot of people and i was ready to talk myself out of that and say nah she's busy it's good i'll you know it's it's fine and then as we were all in line to go to lunch, you, there was a long line and you were stuck right in front of me in that line, like literally right in front of me. And I thought, oh, oh, oh look, I, she's right here. Um, so my reason for not asking had to go away. Um, and you shared with me of um, what was happening with international ministries. I had no, um, really any idea of what that was about. Um, and yeah, you invited me to hear the call retreat in Green Lake. And I thought I wasn't working at the time. And I thought, I don't know if I've got the money to do that. Um, and then you said, oh, well, there's scholarship funds. And it's like, well, that reason went away. Um, and so as the, the reasons to not peeled back um, and peeled away and sort of fell away, um, and I needed to trust that there's a reason why we engaged in conversation. Um, and I was able to go and to experience what this work was about and to meet people. Just, there were, um, you know, the, the individuals that were there that were currently working in, in various um, mission opportunities throughout the world, but they sat and it was like everyday people to everyday people and sharing um, their own personal experiences. Um, it was, it is a process that I find myself staying engaged in, um, even throughout the doubts of myself. Um, and, but there's something about this process that I'm called back into, um, that I keep kind of intertwining with. <laughs> um, and that's a, a good thing because I think it is a process. Um, I haven't traveled internationally um, to, for, for service opportunities, for mission opportunities. I've stayed within my immediate community um, and really felt like the need was there. And so this process that I'm in now is the process to expand that, to be able to step um, outside and um, to be able to be present outside of my immediate community. So with, with everything that you just said, and it was absolutely beautiful and I love it. I also just see you being a person that is just full of questions um, or at least the questions being there, even though you may be a little, little, hmm, do I ask, do I not ask? So my question for you is what are some of the questions that you carry with you when you enter onto any type of mission field? Um, I always carry the question of what do I have that will be of use? That's always a question. Um, and so some of it can be from doubt of myself, but that's the question that brings me to, um, I'm not sure if I am the one that needs to know the answer to that because that question is always there. So maybe I'm not the one that needs to know the answer, that that's where my faith needs to come in, um, that to trust that 
if I'm being, if I'm asked to be there, then there's something that I bring um, and that I have to trust that that will be evident. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like, is this, you know, do I have the, the skill set? Do I have, um, you know, experience that would be useful? And I can, those questions can run in my head and the, the feeling of what if it's not, you know, what if it's not enough? What if, what if I get there and I think, oh my gosh, like, I, I, I don't know how to do that. Um, you know, I, 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 I've not, I've, I've not done this before. Um, and that's, that's real and that's there. And that I don't know the answer to until I, I get there. Um, I can think of how in like the, with the Saturday morning program I was talking about, right. And that community, the realization that as time went on, that I, just kind of became a part of the community. The, the community created the space for me to be there. So it wasn't on, it, it's not on me to, to go anywhere to create space. Um, that it's the, the community will decide if I have something that, that's of use, um, that's needed. Um, and if there's space, there, there's space um, that's created by the, the community itself. Um, so those, those questions that somehow I have to know ahead of time that I have to have this all planned out. Um, it, it, it's not really helpful. It's helpful in the workplace. It's not really helpful in this area because there are, um, because that's, that's, that's God. You know, sometimes I think um, where sometimes it's like, God just says, look, just show up, just show up. Like I, I got this. There are people I want you to meet. Just show up. And when it comes down to that, my answer is, okay, I, I can show up. I can show up um, with who I am and who I'm not. I, I can show up and we'll see what the space needs of me. Um, Amen. So those are always the, those are always the questions rolling, Nicole. <laughs> I, I no, wish. Yes. Amen. No, I, I a hundred percent, a hundred percent understand that, um, with, you know, are my skill sets enough? Will I be prepared enough? You know, what, what if I'm not fit for this? You know, I, I'm a hundred percent with you on those types of questions. Um, but that's so beautiful. You having the confidence to have those questions, but then to say, okay, but God is in control you know, my faith in him is stronger than the doubt that I have for these questions in these questions. Um, so giving it to him and saying, okay, I have this doubt and I have these questions, but he is there. The spaces are already created. I don't have to create the spaces. I'm just walking into them and the community mm -hmm. will welcome me. However, the community welcomes me and I will work with whatever comes from it. Um, that's so it's beautiful, but it's also, um, has me in an, in awe of how self-aware you are um, with having those questions and then where your faith comes into that. So thank you. Well, I'm glad you're in awe because for me, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> scary. I'm like, ah, oh, mm, that wasn't the word that came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. that. I get that. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, I <laughs> on the same page. 
So I think, so I think with that, a question, my follow-up question for, for that would be, um, what would you say to someone who is timid about having that cross-cultural um, experience, short-term mission experience, um, when they have those same questions running in their head or different ones, you know, what would your, um, what would you say to them? What would your advice be to them? Welcome to the club. <laughs> welcome, 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 because <laughs> you can sit right next to me, me, because I will feel much better about this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, I am not, I can tell you, I, uh, an area I can get really intimidated, right, is when, and, and I am in awe when people, when with someone who really knows scripture, really knows it. Um, and I, and I think, ah, I'm not that good. Like, I'm not, I, like, I, I don't, I, geez, it's like, I, I don't study enough there, you know, like I'm not, and, and I can go down that road of like, this is for somebody else. This is for someone in seminary. This is for someone else. Um, but then I sit in a pew and I listen to the scripture and I think, right, the scripture is being read for me. It was written for me. It's being read for me. So, you know, no, it's not about somebody else. Um, somebody else does their thing. They have their thing. Um, and when somebody is, is sort of having those questions, like, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there is another way. So absolutely come sit next, come, come sit next to me. We can have our questions together. I will talk you out of it when you want to get off the plane and say, I, I, this was a big mistake. Um, you can do the same for me when I say, ah, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to step outside, say, nope, <laughs> stay in the seat. Um, this is, I think this is where that community comes in as well. Just the community of those who um, are thinking maybe, maybe it's, it's me. Maybe I, I can go. Um, it's funny because yesterday I was listening to a sermon. I sometimes follow online um, uh, Trinity Church, um, Trinity Church of Wall Street of all places, the Episcopal Church. Um, and I was listening to a sermon yesterday and they were talking about um, Peter. And it's like, ah, oh, Peter, <laughs> Peter, you know, and one of the comments was, yep, first one out of the boat, first one to sink. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, um, it, it's like, I think about the disciples of like, what a motley crew, you know, they just had a little of this, a little of that. Somebody knew some finances. So yeah, somebody could figure out how they were going to get food together and manage themselves through this journey, you know, kind of everybody had these little pieces of these skills, but each one of them could walk into town and not be any different than anybody else because they're not. And, and that message that God sees who we're becoming was really, um, and, and that I needed to hear that yesterday of that feeling of like, yeah, he sees who I'm becoming and I don't, but he does. Um, so it's a big, it, it's, it's, um, that's the thing with faith, I guess. It's not supposed to be like this easy word. <laughs> it's like, 
sometimes it's like, wow, that's a big ask. <laughs> and it's a, sometimes honest. Yeah. I have that mo those times where it's like, are you kidding me? You cannot possibly be talking to me on this one. Like rethink that. Like I, you may be looking at the wrong person here, you know? Um, and yeah, all of those things. So when someone is feeling unsure, all I could say is start to say that out loud. Just say it out loud. Um, because there are people around you that will share that, will support that, um, and will start to walk with you. And I would say, Miss Claire. <laughs> yes. <child of> God. <laughs> preach on, preach on, preach on. You are touching so many hearts by um, just sharing this beautiful testimony with us and with the 2,400 global followers that we have. Um, truly, you know, this incarnational moment that you just shared with us, but also um, the ministry of presence and just being so aware, not just of, you know, um, and we so easily fall into wanting to compare ourselves to others and all that, but just who you are, owning that, um, and encouraging somebody else sitting next to you. Um, so, and uncovering those layers that maybe mm. hold them back, um, which, you know, for so many is, is familiar. Um, and it, you know, as you were talking and sharing with Nicole and answering those questions and, and, and being you, I was drawn to, um, you know, scripture in, in the letter of Paul to the Ephesians that speak to the armor of God and standing firm with the armor of God and how he has, God has molded us um, for any moment in any situation, but standing firm with that armor, with that knowledge, with the presence um, and with our limitations, we are not perfect. Um, mm -hmm. So beautiful, no, really beautiful testimony. And um, with that, it draws me to a question to ask to you is, as you anticipate going and serving, you know, internationally, um, what do you hope to learn about yourself? I think the first thing that comes to mind is that I'm enough, that I'm enough, because it is coming with all I can bring is who I am. Um, and who, you know, with all my, my flaws, with my experiences, you know, with my desire, with my faith, um, I also feel like there's this responsibility that I want to be strong enough to take what I may learn as truth and bring it back to my community. That this feeling of going um, is the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, that there's a, a, as much as there's been this um, process of bringing my, bringing, being brought to this place, this, this time, um, it truly is the beginning because um, there's this feeling of um, going to, to learn what is true. Um, to be able to be with people, just people, um, no different than anyone else in my life. We all have different experiences um, and, and 
there are things that are so unique to each person. And then there are the pieces that we share where we link together. Um, and it's that linking and to be brave enough to link because then that's the beginning of something else that I can't see from here. Um, so to know that I am enough to be able to be in that space and to know I can be brave enough to, um, to link, to say yes, um, and, and to link. What a beautiful image. And um, truly, I am enough. And I love that, that phrase that you're using because there is such a, a deep um, spiritual invitation and a godly invitation through that and with that and seeing, you know, the stewardship that God is calling us just as we are, not calling us perfectly um, mm -hmm. because the molding does, is not finished, but truly that invitation um, to come, that invitation to, to be part of community that God has created and that there is a space for you. Um, so with that in mind, you know, international ministry has been um, around for over 207 years. And we have ministries in a lot of places with partners that have invited us to show up and be enough uh, to use your term. Is there a particular ministry that you feel called to being curious about um, that we have to offer? Or um, mm -hmm. for you at this point in this journey, just to the curiosity in itself to discover what God has for you. I, I do. Um, I, it's um, the area of uh, the border, particularly our, our border with Mexico. Um, I think just um, over the, these past, you know, even the past five years, six years, um, I watch how many people are, um, are, are forced to move, you know, the, the, you know, when we always use the term refugee, no one leaves home. Um, no one leaves what they know. No one leaves their, their space um, unless they really have to. Um, and so there's just everywhere, er, everywhere, every country where people are, are forced to move and, and the, the trauma of, of all of that. But honestly, this goes back to this, as much as I see what's in the news and feeling like I want to understand what is actually true, um, I also go back to Green Lake. When we were at Green Lake and there was a couple um, that worked in shelters just on the, the, um, on the border of Mexico and the, on the Mexican side of the, the border. And I remember the young woman Somebody had asked her about changes to things that they had that may have did things look different than they had been before. And one of the things she said was that there was um, as people were being sent back over the border, back to Mexico. Um, one of the things she said was there's the hopelessness. And that has stayed with me since that weekend, um, because to me, that's um, such a, um, an overwhelming space to be in, to be hopeless. And hopeless means to me that you're not seen. Like, what if you're not seen? 
What if no one knows that you're there? And that has been a piece that has sort of sat with me of um, wanting people to know that they're seen. They're seen. Um, they're seen for all they, you know, for the, their, their family life, their culture, their work, all of it. Um, they're seen. And to know that this hopelessness was taking hold um, in shelters was, um, that for me was a piece where it's like, ugh, where, where, what to do? Because um, kind of going back to the beginning, as a child of God, I'm not his only child. <laughs> um, so how do I let someone feel hopeless um, and not feel seen, not look someone in the eye? So um, yeah, so that all sort of links, has all sort of morphed together um, and always going back to that core layer of I am a child of God, then there is an expectation. There's a, an expectation to um, be seen and let yourself be seen um, and letting the, the light of God shine so others can, can see encouragement and can see hope. Um, so I know that uh, Minister Nicole has um, one last question for you, but before, before that, I just want to say thank you for letting me see you as you were standing behind in line and, <laughs> and fearful of asking those questions that open the doors to, to the more. Um, it, is a, it is a give and take, the invitation and, and the willingness to be invited and to be seen into the community. So I turn it to Nicole. I know she has one last question for you and, um, and it was wonderful to have you be part of this conversation. I do. So you have given us a ton of nuggets from um, from this talk and inspiration, advice, all, all sorts. Um, so my last question to you is if you could sum it all up, what would be one word of encouragement mm -hmm. that you'd give to the listeners who are in that discernment process of, you know, where do I serve? When do I serve? How do I serve? I know it's coming to my mind. Um, to just say yes, just start with yes. Amen. That yes has to be said to yourself first, and then you can say it out loud and see what unfolds. Um, but it's about getting to that place where your inside voice, your internal voice can say, okay, yes. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for showing up with your full self. Oh, thank, thank you. you for trusting and having faith in God. And thank you for knowing that you're enough. And the listeners, I know, will be so enriched by this conversation because you touched my heart. And I know you touched Nicole's heart as well. So listeners, we thank you for having joined us this morning with Claire Walker, um, who dared to say yes and show her full self until we meet again. We thank you for listening to Bridges for Mission. You can find more information about the short-term mission office at internationalministries.org. 
Also, don't forget to get a hold of the new leader's guide entitled Short-Term Mission Team Essentials Together on the Journey. Uh, you can find this on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Baby, and that we are so glad that you joined us today. So thank you for all the subscribers and from listening from all continents. Thank you and have a good one.